we're analyzing Airbnb stock ticker ABNB to see if this YC back startup is a great business on sale. We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Airbnb. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Airbnb stock performance. Right now, Airbnb trades for $139.55 per share. Year to date, they're beating the market. Their stock price is up 64.5%. Since being listed just under three years ago, Airbnb's shares are about flat. Their stock price is up only 1.5%. Although it's been a ride for shareholders, as their stock increased, then decreased, then increased again over this time. Right now, Airbnb trades $15 below their 52-week high. They're up $60 from their 52-week low. There's some short interest in the business with around 4% of their shares sold short. Airbnb is a big business. They have a $91 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Airbnb? Started in 2009, Airbnb is the world's largest online alternative accommodation travel agency, also offering booking services for boutique hotels and experiences. Airbnb's platform offered 6.7 million active accommodation listings as of March 31st, 2023. Listings from the company's over 4 million hosts are spread across almost every country in the world. In the fourth quarter of 2022, 47% of revenue was from the North American region. Transaction fees for online bookings account for all of its revenue. Now with that understanding, let's get into the numbers. Airbnb has been a public business just under three years. We still have financial data from when they were a private company. While they don't have the same track record we're normally looking for, this will be more of a snapshot from the business. Metric number one, we want Airbnb's average return on capital to be above 14%. The average business earns 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Looking at Airbnb's numbers as both a private and public company, they've had negative average returns on capital. Things were quite negative for the company in 2020, both because of lockdowns and due to listing expenses. Airbnb Airbnb's had positive returns on capital since then. In their last 12 months, they earned 26.5% returns on capital, their best returns all time. In their last couple of fiscal years, they're averaging around 19% returns on capital. So their returns are clearly on the uptrend, but they're negative on average, meaning this is an X to start things off on metric number one. It's something to keep an eye on in the business as it continues to grow. Metric number two, we're looking for growth. We want to see five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. All three need to be up for this to be a check. We'll include their numbers up until today in our calculations. In this time, Airbnb's grown their revenues two and a half times. Their earnings have gone from being negative to positive. Their free cash flows were positive in three of the last five fiscal years. Since 2018, when they had positive free cash flows as a private business, their free cash flows are up more than seven times. This is huge growth across the board for Airbnb. A huge check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at Airbnb from the view of an individual shareholder. We want to see earnings per share growth in the last five years. Their shares outstanding spiked after their public offering, but their earnings are now positive, whereas they were negative before then. Because of this growth in their earnings, this outpaces their shareholder dilution. This is a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. Airbnb's free cash flows have grown faster than they've diluted shareholders. They continue to dilute shareholders even after they listed. However, in their last 12 months, Airbnb's actually been buying back some shares, so that's something to make note of. Their free cash flows per share grew by a lot over this. This is a check on metric number four. To recap where we stand currently, through four metrics, we have three checks and only one X for Airbnb. 
but there's still one vital piece missing. You might think nailing growth and having good returns on capital is the key, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets Airbnb apart, which is not using a lot of debt in their business. Metric number five, we want Airbnb's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. Airbnb's had negative net debt in all five of these years, meaning they're left over with cash after paying off their debt. When we sum up their free cash flows, Airbnb's generated $5.5 billion of free cash flow throughout this time. Not only are they cash flow generative, they have this net cash position. This is a huge check on metric number five. Airbnb looks like it's in good shape financially. They're at a point where they're self-sustaining and they're growing rapidly. In their last 12 months, they generated $3.9 billion of free cash flow. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Airbnb's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Airbnb. Right now, Airbnb has an $84 billion enterprise value. This looks at Airbnb similar to it being a private company. Enterprise value takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. We learned in the last five years, they've generated $5.5 billion of free cash flow, meaning they generate $1.1 billion of free cash flow in an average year. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get around a 1.4% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Airbnb. On a current basis, they produce $3.9 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get around a 4.8% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. That's above the yield from the 10-year treasury, but it's slightly below our risk premium. Both of these are coming in below the risk premium we're looking for, meaning this is an X on metric number six for Airbnb. Don't just throw the business out. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and give our final rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Airbnb, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with Airbnb's current free cash flows and using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if this will be accurate or not for Airbnb. They've had a low degree of business predictability in their past, in part due to the their high growth and their lack of a track record as a public business. Assuming they grow their free cash flows at 13% annually for the next decade, then in the following decade, assuming these are cut in half and they grow at 6.5% annually, we're adding in Airbnb's tangible book value, which gives an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Airbnb's fair value per share is around $92. That's down $47 from their current stock price, keep some key points in mind. Airbnb's low business predictability makes these assumptions less accurate potentially. They have a very short track record as a public business, even if they do have this private financial history available as well. This is a rough estimate for Airbnb. It's not precise. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Airbnb, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors may be even more important for Airbnb's business. What are they? Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, Airbnb stands to benefit from worker flexibility driving higher long-term travel demand, aided by higher income occupations in fields like technology, finance, legal, and architecture. Number two, mobile application usage is increasing rapidly, and Airbnb has strong global awareness, which aids its roughly 90% of travel 
traffic that comes directly and through unpaid searches to its platform. Number three, Airbnb's network has reached critical mass scale, su supported by its leading booking share of the alternative accommodation market and ongoing expansion into experiences. But it wouldn't be fair if we didn't cover the negatives of Airbnb's business as well. Looking at the factors supporting a short thesis, number one, Airbnb's core individual host alternative accommodation platform requires higher servicing costs than traditional hotels and other travel verticals. Number two, alternative accommodations face regulation headwinds around the industry's impact on society, including resident quality of life, safety, adhering to codes, and economics, including cost of living. Number three, Booking and Expedia are investing in their U.S. alternative accommodation supply and awareness. Also, Google's continued emphasis on placing its paid ads and meta search platform ahead of free organic search links could elevate marketing costs for Airbnb. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of Airbnb's business. Now it's time to give our final rating. In analyzing Airbnb, stock ticker ABNB, we learned this former YC-backed startup that's now almost a $100 billion company has grown very rapidly. They've gotten to the point where they're earning positive returns on capital. They've also been profitable and had positive free cash flow. They've even bought back some shares in their last 12 months. Airbnb has a cash position on its balance sheet and they generate a lot of free cash flow. While their current free cash flow to enterprise value yield was above the yield of the 10-year treasury, both it and their average free cash flow yield were below the risk premium we were looking for. Again, this is not financial advice. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future, you believe those assumptions and want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of Airbnb's fair value per share is around $92. That's down more than $40 from their current stock price, but it's well within where the company's traded in their last 52 weeks with Airbnb last at those levels in the beginning of 2023. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Airbnb looks like a strong candidate for further research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like it, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about Airbnb, and let me know what business to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about Airbnb with me, and have a great day.